What's going on, good people? My name is Christian, and you are now tuning in to What College Didn't Teach Me, the podcast that shares life lessons from outside the classroom. And today, I got my very good friend with me, Ryan. Ryan, how are you doing today, man? What's up? What's up? I'm doing good. How are you, Christian? Man, I am fantastic. I'm really glad you're here today, especially for the topic we're going to be talking about. So today, we're going to be talking about perfect imbalance. So I believe in life, there's never truly a time where everything is in perfect equilibrium. You either have one thing that needs to be fixed or one thing you need to take care of. And you can have a lot of really good things going on in your life, but there are some other areas where, okay, I need to come back to that. Or this is something that I realize is wrong that I need to take care of. So Ryan being a very busy and just living life to his fullest right now, he has a lot going on. And so Ryan is working, he's in graduate school, he's in a committed relationship, he's really close with his family, and he just does a lot for the people that he cares about, and he does a lot for his passions. And so, Ryan, help us out in understanding how is it that you manage the things that are important to you in your life? Yeah, I mean, let me first just uh, preface this by saying that everything's all relative, and uh, it may look like I'm doing a lot to some people and then compared to other people that I don't know about. Like, my work pales in comparison. Let me just start off by saying that. But um, uh, to your point about balance, I think uh, that's just how life is. It's always uh, changing. It's it's not static. It's dynamic. And people, when people think about balance, they might think of everything adding up to 100%, right? You might think 50-50 or... 75 25 or you know whatever split right but i think sometimes you you have to sacrifice in certain areas and things might not always add up and that's just that's just the nature of life and work and relationships and school you might have to take a step back in certain areas and you know for a season or a time or maybe even longer before uh things can uh not necessarily all balance out and i think that might be the wrong way to go about uh, looking at it, is perfect balance. I think where you're at is uh, just a, a, a moment in time, you know, and it's it's not like everything's going to be perfect, not everything's going to be, you know, where you want it to be, but I think it's human nature to want to improve and progress, and whether it's in your career or with your relationships or friendships, you know, you always want to be moving forward and striving for, for something better. That's that's kind of uh, where I'm at on that. Wow, that's a very well put together answer, man. Yeah, I think when it comes when I look at my life and I try to understand how my my life looks in terms of being balanced, and this is something that I also think about a lot. I don't ever look at my life and compare each area and think okay this is how i'm doing in this one area and comparing it to the other area and thinking that if all of my areas are good except for one well this is how i used to think i used to think that if i was good in all different areas but i had one or two areas where i was really weak at i would think i'm screwing up 
like life is going wrong it's 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 not good but the way i look at things now i understand that life is more life is more like a juggling act than a balancing act where people you know you look at a scale and a scale can be tipped by the slightest change and the most minor change can affect the scale but when you juggle you can be juggling several different things you drop one thing you can still juggle the rest and i think that in my life now i've understood that okay i have the freedom to to make a mistake and not even just make a mistake but if something that i drop because it's a it's a choice and it's a sacrifice then i understand it's going to help me do even better with the other things that i'm currently juggling i'm going to be more efficient and I'm going to be better prepared to handle the things I'm already taking care of instead of that one thing I either allowed to drop by sacrificing it or just the one thing I made a mistake on and I'm eventually going to come back later and fix it. So, no, I completely relate to that. I feel like it's okay to not be completely great in all areas and all aspects of the things that you do because we're all growing. At the end of the day, and like you were saying, things change and people change, desires change, um, expectations change. And I think we just have to move accordingly and not get too caught up at where we're at in the moment. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I like that analogy of uh, juggling, but I've heard it put um, in another way. And I think is also a really good analogy. Um, so this is, uh, if I can remember it correctly, I'll... Uh, try not to butcher this too much so you think of juggling right you add one thing so you might be juggling your career and your school if you're in grad school or post-grad whatever you might be juggling like a gym routine and trying to eat right mental and emotional health and eventually even the best jugglers in the world have a limit right they they might have 10 things they can juggle or 20 things they can juggle but at a certain point there's there's a there's a limit to how many things you can keep adding on before you know you miss one and you drop one you might drop two or three of the things you're juggling but the analogy is this if you have a center something grounded something keeping you grounded and whether that's like a relationship with uh, your significant other or your relationship with you know your uh, a higher power if that's something that you believe in there's a central anchor i guess you could call it and that that'd be that'd be like a hub right and each little thing branches out from that hub so you think of spokes on a bicycle wheel you've got the center right whether that's you know your relationship with your mom maybe maybe your mom is your anchor and then you might have a work that that sprouts out from that and finances might be another spoke on the bicycle wheel and you keep adding these spokes and eventually they form the framework for a, a tire like a bicycle wheel and instead of juggling kind of rolling along so that's that was a cool analogy that i remember hearing uh way back when and i think i kind of kind of subscribed to that idea of having having a center having things branch out from that center and kind of uh, building your your life's framework around that but uh that's that's just kind of where i'm at 
That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> if that if that makes any sense, I, I no that makes complete on. sense. No, that makes complete sense because I know for me, my center is like my relationship with God and how yeah. my life works is everything comes from that source, and so exactly. I think that has helped me a lot with being able to learn the things that I've learned and being able to do the things that I've done is because I've had a purpose at the center of that. And yeah, when I do think about the whole juggling act versus the starting from a source and then going from there, I do think that, or or an anchor of some sort and going from there, I do think that that serves a more impactful purpose than just the idea of I'm doing these multiple things and these multiple things may not even really have a true value to them but when you have that source that that thing that you're rooted in then you have a purpose for doing it and I think that being able to to focus on that because a lot of people this is something that I see unfortunately but I see people going throughout their days and their days are moving by and their life is moving by and time is moving by and you can never get back your time. But you allow yourself to to move along with time and not really utilize it in a very beneficial way. And so I think comparing, I guess, the whole juggling act, um, there are people they can juggle and uh, that doesn't really make a huge it's not a huge relation to this analogy but (laughs) just just the just really thinking about the whole like spoke thing and how you have to have a center for the things that you want to pursue and things you want to do i think that's really cool and really um inspiring yeah yeah i mean i mean living life all these different areas and facets of life are they're not we don't live life in a vacuum is what I'm trying to say. You know, our work is related to our mental and emotional health and our finances are related to our relationships with friends and family. So I think everything is interrelated and in more ways than one and sometimes in ways we don't think. Like uh, the other day, I, I had a good day at work and then I came home. I was in a great mood and, you know, I'm sure the family at home was probably noticed something was different, right? But other times, you know, you had a long day at work and you come home and you're just like, oh, I'm so tired, I'm so drained physically and, you know, mentally, emotionally. So, uh, yeah, these, these different areas aren't separate from each other. They're more intertwined than uh, you really think. Right, right. No, I, I completely feel that. And in spite of them being intertwined, how do you prioritize those different commitments that you have and those priorities in your life because i know that you were saying you know you have an anchor and you from your anchor you create the different different values that you you have and different priorities but how do you make the time and choose the different commitments that you want to take care of because you can't do everything all at once but how do you take <laughs> yeah. the time to make those choices you know to that. be intentional? Yeah, like you said, I wish I wish I could do everything all at once. 
that'd be that'd be super nice and make things a lot easier. But I think that what you measure and what you pay attention to is what improves or what doesn't improve. I mean, if you're this kind of code goes back into how people are just going through time. If if you're not mindful, if you're not aware, if you're not tracking, you know how things are going, either with with your health or finances, then it'll kind of just go by and you, you won't know what happened to it one way or the other. But I think if you're paying attention, oh, have I spent time with my nieces and my nephews or have I spent time with my girlfriend or are things suffering at work? Um, if you track and measure, monitor your progress in one area or the other, that, that really helps uh, with prioritizing what you need to focus on. And like you said earlier, it might not always, you know, add up to perfect balance. You might have to put the put the relationship on hold for a busy time at work, or you might have to take a step back from hanging out with friends on the weekends if uh, you haven't seen your significant other in you know a couple weeks. So um, I think keeping like a journal or a logbook is really helpful, and. I'm kind of being hypocritical in saying that because I I used to keep a logbook in a journal, but I'm kind of falling off falling off the wheel, no pun intended. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, identifying areas you're lacking is the first step to addressing it. So, I think keeping records or monitoring and tracking your progress, it's like uh, weightlifters. They always measure how much weight they lifted and how hard it was for them, or if you're trying to lose weight, you, some people track calories, or they use an app to track what, what they ate, and then and that's, that's a really easy uh, analogy of uh, measuring and metrics and tracking progress, and it's, it's the same thing with things that aren't, aren't as easily uh, quantifiable, just have to be mindful and, you know, thermometer check every once in a while. Hmm. Yeah, that's super true. I think what you said about just being aware of what you're doing and what's going on and, you know, what you may not have been focused on as much beforehand that you're like, okay, I need to, you know, take time to really invest in this and and see, looking where you're at and seeing where you want to be and trying to make up that difference. And one thing I, I think about is I think about my different friendships that I have with people. If there's someone that I haven't talked to in a couple months that is someone I consider a close friend, then I'm going to be like, hey, I need to reach out to so-and-so. I need to see how they're doing. Yeah, because you that's, do a great job of doing that. I would just put that out there. Thank you. I, I appreciate that, man. I mean, I... You know, I that's something I really care about. I care about my friends. And I think when you have something you care about and you're intentional about maintaining that, then you're going to continuously try and, you know, take take care of that and maintain it. Oh, and yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And I think about relationships and I also think about school. <laughs> When it comes to, to this particular scenario, because I don't think that anyone who's ever been in a relationship wants to get out of a relationship. Like when you get in a relationship, you you desire to be with that person, you desire to be with them. 
But one day you just kind of realize like, oh, this person is not treating me the way they used to or I'm not in, I'm not enjoying this like I once did. And then you can tell the other person and they'll be like, oh, I thought we were good. And it's like, no, you weren't good. And and things can come as a surprise. Like I remember in college, I would be at the end of the semesters and I would fail class and it came as a surprise to me, but it shouldn't come as a surprise to me when you're aware of what's happening. Like I miss classes. I miss homeworks. I miss quizzes. It was because of the fact that I didn't take the time to be intentional with understanding where I was currently at with my grades, where I was currently at with the assignments I had, you know, I would fail. And it was no one's fault but my own because I wasn't aware of the situation I was in. And when you're not aware of the situation you're in, you can like things, people, you you don't succeed on accident, but you can fail on accident. You you don't succeed on accident, but you can fail on accident. And I think that's the thing a lot of people struggle with because I think some people think that success can just come by osmosis and they don't take the time to be intentional in the different areas of their lives that they need to invest in. Like one thing for me, I call my grandparents every week because I understand that, you know, they're getting older and I really want to make sure that I'm being intentional with that relationship. One thing I heard, I was listening to somebody and they were talking about them and their parents and they they were a little older and they were saying, you know, my parents are like 70s or something. And then I think they were mentioning the average lifespan and they were saying it's like 80 years old or 80 something years old. And they're saying, OK, I got it. If that's true. I have about 10 to 15 years with my grandparents or my parents, that person's parents. And so, and they, they had said they only visit them about twice a year. So if you put that in perspective, you have 20 to 30 visits with your parents for the rest of their lives. Right. And so when I graduated college and I thought about my grandparents more and just thought about you know, life is fragile and life is short. And I don't know how much time I have with them and not just thinking about their side, but thinking about my side. I don't know when the day is that I'm gonna go, but I want to make sure that I'm investing in that relationship because I love them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I'll be honest. I don't do as good of a job at keeping up with my grandparents as you do, but like, like, like you said, um, life is short and you never know when it's your time to go it's your time to go you know i mean i just uh hate to bring it up but just the whole kobe and kiana and the rest of those those people i mean you never never when they got up that day none of them do and it's just it's just heartbreaking but that's life you know yeah so gotta make the most of the time while you're here, you don't have you don't have time to be you know, holding grudges or hating on people. Life is short, so as well make an impact while you're here. Love on somebody, and allow uh, others to love on you too. Yeah, no, exactly, man, exactly. So 
nah, that's that that's all that's all super important. But to talk a little bit more about the whole perfect imbalance thing and just about how, you know, life is you know, things are more interconnected than than we believe them to be. When you have a situation that you're going through and <laughs> let, let, let's say you're you're competing against all of these priorities, like let's say you have, I don't know, it's your girlfriend's birthday and the same day you have a big exam and the same day your one of your nieces or nephew has a, a sports game. And at the same day, you have a big pre- presentation for work. Like, how do you deal with the feelings of overwhelmingness when you have a lot going on that you feel like is expected of you? Oh, man. Girlfriend and nieces and work and everything. You're laying, laying it all on me, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it could happen. <laughs> everything all at once. Yeah, no, you're right. It could happen. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing for me is to breathe, take a step back, and uh, maybe say a little prayer, asking for peace and clarity. But I, I can't give you like a cookie cutter answer. You know, it, it all depends on the situation. You might be able to swing a couple things at work, and maybe if you've been to your family, family members, or your nieces or nephew, in my case. If you've been to some of their events in the past, you know, maybe you can get away with missing just this one, but maybe you can't. So it all depends on the situation. And I think being able to be flexible and adapt and overcome is uh, it's a skill. And if you're not used to being flexible and, you know, changing, changing your uh, plans and adapting on the fly and doing that stuff. It's, it's not a skill that comes naturally to a lot of people. Um, I think I, in college, I was involved with enough groups that had, uh, that kind of became the norm. So waking up and not knowing what the day would bring was kind of exciting and kind of challenging, but something I, I got used to. And, and now uh, somebody could call me three hours before an event and say, hey, are you doing anything? We need you to go to this location and pick up xyz and bring it here at this time i'll be like yeah sure i'm down let's go yeah that's fun man and (laughs) that's i feel like that is something that i love about my job is i love problem solving hence why i got an engineering degree but yes engineers represent yes sir but when it comes to my job it was really challenging at first because the amount of mistakes that I make in my new role are a lot more than I've ever made in any type of role or even just in school. And growing up, I used to hate making mistakes because whenever I made a mistake, I wanted to either hide behind an excuse of, oh, it was someone else's fault because they didn't tell me or I didn't know because of this or or that. But a couple things that I've been learning through making mistakes in my new role is one of my managers, the way he's responded to my mistakes are something different 
than I've ever seen before. The way he responds, he doesn't get upset. He doesn't get mad. He doesn't make me feel embarrassed. He simply says, all right, what did you do? Okay. All right, cool. This is what we can do to fix this. Can you do that? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, go do it. And that's it. And I'm like, yo, I'm not being asked. Oh, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? You know, it's, 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 it's simple. It's just, all right, we have a problem. Let's fix it. Let's be solution minded. And I think that's a hard thing for a lot of people to do in moments where they feel overwhelmed and they feel like they need to, they have to have the right answer or they need to do the right thing. And they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm, I'm stressed or I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know, when I was brotherhood captain at Pitt, there were different situations that I was put in where I had to make quick decisions. I had to make decisions for the group. And sometimes people didn't like my decisions. And that's okay. Because when you're someone who has to make decisions, not everyone's going to agree with the things that you've decided on. And you have to be okay with that. Because you can't try and get everyone's approval when something needs to happen in a in an instant. And that was something that I realized, okay, like that's important. And you also have to keep a calm and level head because trying to make decisions when you're overwhelmed and when you're not in the best mental space, you'll more than likely make a decision that's not as good for you. Maybe in the moment you'll make a decision. Like I remember in college, just just going to classes and I don't know, just feeling overwhelmed. I would, especially on exams, I would just make the worst mistakes. I would make terrible mistakes. If I was overwhelmed by homework and quizzes and, and tests, this was definitely not the best decision. I would just go to sleep. Like, I'd just be like, okay, I'm just going to act like this doesn't even exist. And I'm going to go to sleep. And, you know, I could do that in that moment. But the next morning when I had that exam, and I mess around and didn't know how to answer half the questions, that's when the real repercussions came. And so I think being able to put yourself in a, a state of calmness and not necessarily look at, okay, this is how other people are going to respond to me, or I'm going to respond in a negative way, because that's what I've seen my whole life when um, I've made mistakes or I've done something wrong, you know, that that's not productive. I think being able to take a step back and and look at the situation for what it is and then making the decision to move forward accordingly, that's when you start to make better decisions for your life and that's when you can really get to the next level of where you want to be. Yeah, and I agree. And I also want to shout out your supervisor, your manager who or whoever for creating that work environment where it's it's okay to fail and it's okay to make mistakes and they don't put you down and get on you for doing that because that's that's honestly how we all learn and how we all grow and not not every place can say that they're they're as a positive in, in, in that aspect of you know allowing people to learn on their own and not getting on them for honest mistakes i think that's that's awesome just to 
figured out places are like that because some places aren't. <laughs> I want to say that right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think that that coincides really well with just the whole, you know, imbalance thing. Just just being able to have opportunities where you can see your flaws and imperfections and not look at them and be ashamed, but look at them and see this is an area of growth. Let's 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 look at it. Let's reassess. Let's and also, like I was saying before, let's be aware and let's figure out how we can get back to where we want to we want to be, because ultimately we all want to be successful. We all want to accomplish different things. And in order to to get to where we want to be, we got to take inventory of where we're at so we know what we need yeah. to do to bridge the gap to to our success from where we're currently at. Mm-hmm. Very well put. You know, I'll be trying. <laughs> In your life, when mistakes happen and things don't go as planned for you, how do you respond to those types of situations? Yeah, um, I think there's definitely been a lot of growth. Uh, in this area I know when I was younger and a little more hot-headed I'd always try to get things done my way or I'd always think that my way well not necessarily my way but majority of the times I'd say that what I was suggesting would probably be better for everyone if I could just make everyone do what what we're saying and just follow the instructions and do it this way things would be a lot simpler and it might just it might be because somebody else didn't have all the information or somebody, whoever we're discussing the situation with, might not be in tune with all the different factors and different variables going on. Uh, at least that's what my perception was. So sometimes I try to force things and that's not the, that's not the way things get done. You have to persuade and um, help people see the other side and also look at where they're coming from. But... I know that when things didn't go my way, I wouldn't necessarily get frustrated or get heated about it. Cause I've always been pretty calm and level-headed, but sometimes I I take things personally and like I wouldn't show it to anybody, but I just you know, go off and really be in my thoughts and my feelings, you know, about something that didn't go the way I wanted it to. Um, but but nowadays, uh, things things don't go my way pretty often. Um, I would say even the even the majority of the time, I think that's just uh, part of part of life, and we're we're only really in control of how how we react to things. We're I don't know the statistics, but like we're only in control about of we're only in control of a small small percentage of the things that happen in our lives. So I think I've just uh, grown more comfortable and accustomed to um, allowing life to play out how it plays out and the things that I can control take a complete complete ownership of uh of those things. Uh, that's super true. I think when it comes to life, I don't believe that things hmm. Yeah, I don't think anything ever plays out the way you think it's gonna play out in your mind. Like if you you might have a plan for how something's gonna go down and think you have every variable or every step or every situation or scenario accounted for but there's always something else that you're not taking into account there's also there's always another another situation that you don't think could happen and it does happen it's 
something you're not even thinking of in the first place. Yeah. No, life life throws curveballs at us every day. And like you were saying, it's more about how you react to things. I personally believe that how you react to things is one of the biggest determining factors in how successful you be you'll be in the things you pursue. Because Agreed. Like you said earlier in the beginning of the podcast, things are always changing and I don't no no one can ever truly expect the changes, but the people who are most successful are the ones that that see the changes and move accordingly, because a lot there are a lot of people who when they see changes, they're like, oh, I don't like change. I'm gonna go do something else. But you can't ignore what's true. And when things change, you have to make adjustments accordingly or you get left behind. And for me, I I don't want to get left behind. I want to be present and I want to keep up with what's going on. And so I like being able to understand what needs to be done when when something happens. Like if there's a mistake at my job that I make, I can't, and that's the one thing too I've been been getting better at is just being honest about situations and mistakes when they happen. Because I can try and deny and say, oh, this wasn't my fault or this this wasn't this or that. But the quickest way I'll get to a solution is if I just come to the the fact that, oh, something wasn't what I thought it was. And so now my perception of what the truth is change. So I need to move accordingly so I can be aligned with what the truth is. So it's really just being honest with yourself, being honest with yourself on another level, because I do think a lot of us are not completely honest with ourselves just because we enjoy the comfort of, let me, let me say this. I think people enjoy the comfort of believing in what they choose to believe and not necessarily believing in the truth because the truth sets you free. But I think listening to your own yeah the truth hurts and listening to your own truth allows you to perceive what you want but you don't get the real joy that you can get when you do the things that you're supposed to do and you're completely honest with yourself yeah i think i think there's a lot to be said in in your your own perceptions like there's 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 ego involved a lot of the times thinking that you're you're a lot better than you really are and not to say that ego is always a bad thing but sometimes it can be good sometimes it can be bad um if if you're consistently over exaggerating your skills and abilities when it comes time for you to perform and you know push comes to shove and the truth comes out and you're not as good or not as skilled as you need to be when you need to be then then you get exposed but if you're honest with yourself and you can say, oh, this is an area of weakness, that being able to identify your area of weakness is good because then it allows you to understand and focus on that and turn it into a strength. So, yeah, I definitely uh, agree with what you're saying about being being honest with yourself and telling the truth and being truthful to your own skills and abilities. Um, not only as 
you know, as a self, uh, like as a self-perception, but from what others perceive around you as well. Yeah, that's super true. But yeah, man, life is really, I don't know, life, life is, life is all about the choices we make. Life is all about the decisions that that we choose, you know, how we react to things, how we're intentional in our relationships with the people that we care about, how we, you know, the the effort that we're putting in at work and the effort that we're putting in in our own lives. I think that in order to find the right balance, you know, nothing's nothing's ever perfect. Nothing is ever perfect all at one time. But in order to find the right balance and being able to keep up with things as life changes, I think we have to continue to look back at the choices we're making each and every day. And I think that a lot of people, we get so caught up in either money or different issues that may be going on in our lives that we may forget to look at the areas of our lives where we need to grow. And where we may be stagnant. Because some people are living, you know, there's some people who are probably like 40 some years old. And they've been living the same day for the past 10 years. Like they've just been doing the same thing over and over and over. And haven't even had a second thought about it. Just because it's what they've always done. But, you know, like we were saying, you always have to make changes in accordance with with, with how your priorities change. With accordance with the different needs that you have in your life in accordance with the different desires you have. And if you don't have any true things that you're working towards or anything that you're trying to be intentional about, then life is just going to pass you by and time is going to continue to move and it's going to move without you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's actually scary um, to think that you you just come to the, uh, I don't know, your deathbed or just the end of your life and you look back and say, what did I really do uh, with my life? Did I, did I make an impact? Did I, you know, did I leave a, a lasting change on this world? And some people might be yes, some people might be no. And I think that's scary. Um, but being able to recognize it and identify it is the first step to, uh, making sure that that you're not one of those people yeah no for sure well awesome well ryan i think i've made a good choice by having you come on the podcast for sure and i'd love to love to be on man yeah first first uh, first uh podcast in the books yeah the last (laughs) yeah no most definitely now i'm definitely gonna bring you back man but i really appreciate you doing this with me and I'm I'm definitely gonna bring you back, and I hope you had a good time. I hope you oh, yeah, enjoyed it. Oh yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, very, very introspective. Yeah, nah, for sure. And I think you're gonna. I think a lot of your insight is going to make some pretty good impact on on the listeners and the what college didn't teach me family. So yeah. thank you for being here, man. I appreciate it. But for all of you listening. Please subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. And I will talk to you all soon. Stay real. Stay ready. 
So stay tuned.